fishing the other day. Got me in here. Looking for one of them. That doesn't get old, does it? No. I'm not going to get sick of that. I'll tell you what. No, I like it. Nate, how we doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to work tomorrow. Yep, vacation's over. After three months. Yeah. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Hell yeah. Kind of, actually, maybe a little bit. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm. Working's cool. Everyone loves working. That's the unanimous thing everyone says. Yeah. Everybody loves it. How mm. are you? Oh, I'm great. Oh, excellent. I'm excellent. Feels like fucking summer's over, though, doesn't it? Um, kind of, but no, it's really nice today. Just today saw the, was nice. Oh, the coolest freaking sunset I've ever seen. Big orange ball in the sky, just like uh, Kenny Chesney says in one of his songs. Yeah. And it was nice today. But yeah, it's getting, it's starting to wrap up a little bit. I'm getting towards the end of August now, so kind of a bummer. I feel like I've wasted my summer a little bit. School's fucking starting soon. In like yeah. a week or something. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy, Kenny? How happy are you that you don't have to fucking go to high school next week? That's true. It almost feels that way because I've had the whole, like, half the spring and the entire summer off, well, half the spring and half the summer off, and now I'm going back to work. So it almost feels like my summer vacation. But I mean, we're making a joke out of it and calling it vacation and time off from work, but you were severely injured, yeah. and now you're finally recovered. I mean, honestly, the last month I was pretty capable, but the first two, the first month was really rough, for sure. I mean, I could barely walk for the first few weeks. Dude, a month ago is when you started PT. You definitely weren't ready a month ago. No, but I can do pretty much anything now. The only thing I can't do now yeah, is like... you're ready now, and you're going back to work now, so it all works out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I really can't do now is like climb stairs with like lifting any amount of weight, but I mean, I can still... Yeah, but you'll build up to that over oh, yeah. time. I can still, at this point, I can... I'm pretty capable, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll probably go back tomorrow and I'll break my other leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the same one. Cars, that'd be fucking nice. That'd be cool. Be all fucked up. Fucking A guy. Yeah, I don't think I have too, too much to worry about. Well, let's not take it that far. Ah, okay. Let's not take my it that apologies. far. <laughs> you should be very worried. You should yeah. be very concerned. <laughs> High anxiety. <laughs> Dude, if I was you, I'd be freaking the fuck out right now. Yeah. Honestly. I might call out. I might call out. Out of respect. Yeah. Out of condolences. You That's know? a good idea. Dude. I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts way back in the day. I work, like, right next to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Almost the same thing. That's fucking... That is such a fucking crazy job. Yeah, I don't think that's something I'd want to do. That seems like it's pretty stressful. It's so strange. Because it seems like... Dude, you see crazy fucking people. No, I'm sure. Crazy fucking people. Yeah, you see crazy people. I worked at the there. Naples Dunkin'. So, like, wasn't in, like, a bad place. Because there's some Dunkins that are, like... I was going to say, imagine going to, like, Lewiston or, like, somewhere, like, in Boston or some shit. Oh, fuck, you don't even have to go that far. There's ones in South Paris that you don't even want to go get coffee at. <laughs> yeah, I know what one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah you don't want to go to like that Like, where I... So, anyway, I used to fucking work at Dunkin' Donuts. 
and it is just so strange, the fucking people that come in. Yeah. What they want. Fucking nasty combinations of fucking shit people will ask for. Fill the uh, coffee up with uh, cream and sugar, then top it off with coffee. Just like a tablespoon of coffee and the rest is cream and sugar not or something even, like that. Not even that. It's just the, the bizarre. I had a customer that wanted like 17 shots of one flavor, seven shots of another flavor, three three squirts of this, one squirt of that. I mean, just like Frankenstein yeah. bullshit. So if that was like a, even a large coffee, like less than a quarter of it would actually be coffee. I mean, it was all artificial ingredients. Yeah. Except for the water that the coffee was boiled in. Yeah. Everything else is artificial. Even the coffee? I don't know where the beans are grown or anything like that. They smell like ass. I'm not a big coffee guy. That's nah, true. Like, if you open up a bag of coffee, I guess some people smell that and they really like that. I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't drink coffee that much because ca- I'm caffeine sensitive, but I do really like the smell of coffee. But I sometimes I've enjoyed the smell decaf. of coffee before, but like, on like an open bag of beans, that's like not what I'm, you know, like that's not what I think it smells good about it. Oh, really? Yeah, like I remember actually specifically one time I was at your house years ago, and your parents were making like a blueberry cobbler I- uh, coffee. In the morning? Yeah, it was like some like New England brand of coffee or something. Oh, yeah. And it just, like the whole house had this fragrance. Yeah. Of like almost like a, it smelled almost just like, like a, someone was baking a blueberry pie. Yeah. But you could almost kind of smell like coffee in it too. It was a fucking great smell. Yeah. I don't even like coffee and I was like, damn, that smells so good. What are you guys drinking? Yeah. And I remember I went out and bought that coffee after. The yeah. same kind to make for myself. And I was like, it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. But I'm not a coffee guy at all. Yeah, you don't really drink tea or coffee in the morning, do you? you drink- I like tea. Yeah, I, I like prefer both. tea to coffee. Yeah, I like both. Both are good. I like twisted tea. But I like regular hot tea, too. Ooh, <laughs> twisted tea. Black. Now we're talking. You like your twisted tea black. Yeah, I don't add any sugar. Black cream berry. do it because there's enough sugar in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, blackberry. It's true. Yeah. Naples variety. It's got the blackberry tea. It's the only place, only store in town that's got the blackberry twisted tea, as far as I've seen so far. That fucking place. Yeah. That's where I got these fucking things. The Camel Wides. Yeah, I fucking went into uh, Naples variety to get a pack of smokes, and they didn't have the kind that I wanted in, I don't know, fucking regular size. What the and they had these fucking wides. So I was like, whatever. I don't fucking know. Sure. This chooch them anyway. And they're like fucking... <laughs> they're goofy. They're like what a, the fuck Kind of like a cigar, huh? Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know who the fuck this is supposed to be for. I wonder if it like smokes cleaner because it's a wider thing. So you get like more airflow through it or something. I don't know. It's fucked. Yeah. That place is... I don't know. I used to work there, too. Oh, yeah, that's right, for like a week. Back in the day, before it was different owners, the owners before, but... Yeah, I worked there, and this guy was like... Didn't have any business. And he, like, wanted me to, like, clean... Like, he hired me to, like, work in the kitchen, and then when I started working there, he was like, all right, take this rag and go outside and fucking wipe this thing down for, like, eight hours. Go dust off the cigarette packs. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, dude, I'm not... I didn't take this job to be a cleaning guy. I, like, want to work. And he's like, well, fucking, you do that long enough and we might let you cook. I was like, dude, I'm way above this fucking job. Wasn't it, like, in the early spring before they really got busy or something? No, I think it was in the fall or the winter time even, maybe. It's really busy all year now. And uh, I was like, dude... He, like, wanted me to just, like, cut up ham. I cut up, like, 50 pounds of pickles one day. <laughs> I was like, this job fucking blows, dude. And I didn't even get any respect from anyone I... Like, they had this stupid fucking system, and some places I've worked will have this, where they have a culture of, like, you get treated like shit until you earn that you shouldn't be. Yeah, it's pretty... Like, what like the fuck are we doing, dude? Like you're in the You want me to come and join your team, and you're all going to intentionally treat me like shit... 
in the hopes that someday I'll be as good as you guys and then you'll let me be part of the team. Like, what the fuck? Who, who wins in that system? Yeah. Who's that for? Like he's a drill Couldn't sergeant. Couldn't fucking tell you. He, he was just a prick. <laughs> he wasn't unfair. He was just rude. Yeah. He just would ask me to do something, and I'd be like, okay, I'll do it. But, like, you know, is there anything else for me to do? Like, is this really what the job is? Do I really have to fucking clean the underside of this thing that you're just, like, making up a chore for me to do? Yeah. Or can I cook? And he's like, well, no. I'm gonna <laughs> I was like, all right, dude. And I quit. Yeah. And then the guy wouldn't even send me my last paycheck. He was a spiteful prick. You got it eventually, right? Yeah, I went in there and I got it. And like his wife had to, he wasn't even there. His wife had to call him to ask him where it was. And he was like, don't fucking give it to him, whatever. And I was like, this is illegal. You cannot withhold a paycheck to someone after they've worked these hours, even after they've quit. It's literally illegal. And I was like, you can either give me my check for the fucking work I did for you, or I can call the Department of Labor and we can have them figure it out. Oh, yeah. Didn't Point Sebago do the same thing to you when you worked yeah, in the kitchen? Yeah, dude, working in kitchens is a fucking nightmare. Me and Tony talked about this last week, where it's like, the job is rough, and it doesn't pay well. And then on top of that, usually they're all poorly managed. Yeah. And... So I was fucking working at this place, went in there to get my last paycheck, and I finally, after, like, having to argue about it, got my paycheck, and I was like, thanks. <laughs> See you later, dude. And when I worked there, that place was a fucking nightmare. The kitchen at That guy had bought it. He owned another fucking... Oh, Ron? Yeah. At Naples, right? He owned another fucking gas station in Standish or some shit. And he was like, yeah, I'm fucking big shit. I got a hot tub in my place. <laughs> if you work really hard for the rest of your life, you might you might be able to go to a hot tub one night. <laughs> you can rent a hot tub. And I was like, all right, dude. You're hot shit. You own a gas station. Yeah. Good job, dude. You made it. Yeah. You don't have to come over here and tell me how fucking sick it is. Just enjoy your life and yeah. give me something meaningful to do. And uh, I don't know why we're talking about this, but working working odd jobs like that, I almost miss. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad I have, like, a real job and I'm, like, valued at work and I do, like, something complicated and something I'm proud of, but Damn. Yeah, I'd never worked at a place. I miss, like, like, having interactions with people who are just batshit crazy. Like, remember that guy? Yeah. That guy we know? With yeah. With the white hair? Who yeah. would come in and ask I was for just, fucking... I was actually going to bring that up, too. So, when I worked at Dunkin' Donuts, there was this guy who would come in. He drove... It was a minivan, right? Yeah. He drove a minivan, and he came in, and he's like, Fucking hey, guy, uh, I'm going to need five gallons of fucking water. I brought my own jugs. <laughs> you fill these jugs up for me, mister. <laughs> and, uh, Is that actually what he wanted? He wanted water? <clears throat> yeah, he, want, he had five milk jugs that were empty. And he's like, come on, boss. You want to do me a favor and uh, fill these up with water for me? <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> I fucking guess. Whatever, dude. I don't, <laughs> if you need a favor, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why you would need this much water, but sure. And he's like, well, my fucking, my radiant in my van, it's uh, it's leaking, and I got to get home, and I think it might blow. <laughs> I was like, all right, dude, I got you. And I went, and I filled up these fucking gallon jugs for him. And he was just crazy. And, like, over time, he started not to like me for some reason. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't let me fill the water up anymore. He, this guy used to come in every fucking day. I closed the store. Every, like, day that I worked. And he would come in around, like, dinner time. And uh, if it'd be, like, me and one other per person running the Stungin' Donuts. And he'd be like, eh, nope, not you, the other one. I want the other one to fill up the, the water. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what did he like? You didn't like my water that I gave you? <laughs> it's coming from the same tap, bud. And uh, he wouldn't let me make his coffee and shit. I remember that. And he was just crazy. He would talk to me, though. He wasn't like... He didn't seem like he had anything against me. And he would just say crazy shit. He would come in and be like, I just got in a fight. 
I just knocked this fucking guy's teeth out in the parking lot of the fucking, uh, out at the Legion. <laughs> he would tell me all these crazy fucking stories, and I'd be like, oh, nice, nice. Because <laughs> if I was filling up his water, which I did for a long time before he didn't want me to, the water thing was, like, right near where you could, like, walk behind the counter. So, so he would, like, stand the there, time. and he would talk to me the whole time. Be like, yeah, I fucking, I hit that guy, and I knew his, I knew the fight was over because I heard his teeth rattling across the parking lot like someone was rolling fucking dice. <laughs> and he would tell me all these stories. <laughs> He's like 65, <laughs> and like has trouble getting in through like the pull and push doors to the building. But he beat the shit. Yeah, but he's knocking dudes out in one swing, sending their teeth flying. (laughs) That's a true American badass right there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And my brother at the time, my younger brother, worked right next to the Dunkin' Donuts at the Family Dollar. Oh, yeah. We were really fucking in good shape back then. And uh, this guy would stop at Dunkin' Donuts and get water for his radiator and then drive next door to the Family Dollar and go in there and just... I'd walk around. <laughs> I really don't know. Walk around. I don't think he rarely ever bought anything. Some Christmas shopping. Must have just been stealing. <clears throat> That's pure speculation, but... Go to bed. And then he wouldn't let my little brother ring him up because he was gay. <laughs> He'd be like, nope, I don't want you to ring me. I'd rather I'd rather go out without buying nothing rather than <laughs> you fucking ring me up, you fruitcake. <laughs> get away from me. I don't want to get AIDS. It's fucking awesome. The guy was just was a little touched, maybe. Yeah. Something's going on there. That's, that's pretty funny. I remember hearing about that. You've had some run-ins with that guy, haven't you? Why don't you tell me a story about old, oh, old white hair? There was a couple. Well, I think one time we were, like, on, I think me and a couple other people were, like, snowmobiling on Long Lake. at some. We were at someone's ice shack, and we were, like, just ripping around. He, like, came down and parked, like, on the ice in his minivan with, like, a couple of his, like, nieces or something. I don't even know, or his daughters. And, like, we, I don't really remember. Like, they, like, got on me and Alan's snowmobile, and we were, like, ripping around the lake. And he was, like, I don't even remember what he said. There was just something. He was like just sitting there in his van, like smoking bots. The fortress of solitude. Yeah, and he was like, "You girls go with these guys. I'll be, I'll be right here." Something like that. I don't, I don't even remember. It was something stupid, but. What? What do you mean? How old were they? I don't even. I think they, they were, were like, like little kids that you were given like. A no, they were around? like probably a little bit younger than me at the time. They were probably like eighteen or nineteen or something. I was like twenty-four or something. I don't know. And, and they're like, we want to ride. ride. They're like, we want to ride on your snowmobiles. And we're like, okay. And he was like, carpet. He was like, like, go ahead, on. go. With. I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I just like, dr- we like drove him up and down, like across the lake and back. And I think that was it. And I think we like stopped and talked to him for a little bit. It was kind of random. He just like showed Did up. Did you ever see him at LRCC? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was saying that he, like, uh, I remember I went in there to get, like, a pack of cigarettes and, a cu- like, a six-pack or something. He was, like, bragging to the cashier that, or, yeah, that he, like, because I think there was a big in- incident or something, and he was saying that he, like, choked somebody out outside the in the parking lot or something. He was, like, bragging about it, and I was just like, dude, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wasn't talking to me. I think he was talking to somebody else. So I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'm just standing here waiting to buy my beer. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, but I guess he like got in a fight with somebody in the parking lot, and and then oh yeah, and then <laughs> I guess my dad, my dad, my dad works at uh at um. Uh, Sebago Lake Automotive at the garage at the uh, in the parts department. I guess they didn't. I don't even know what it was. It was something stupid. Like they didn't. He was on the phone with like like he didn't. They didn't have the part for him yet or something. And then he was like on the phone with Napa, and then he was like on the phone screaming at the guy at Napa, like saying 
he's like, I'm going to come over there and fucking kill you. Because he didn't have a part for his car or something like that. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Pretty, That's pretty cool pretty stuff. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> pretty good stuff all around. Yeah. I feel like we've had to do nice a lot of people. Yeah. Dude. Nice. Even Laura a lot. I've oh, had to a few times. I've a lot of dude nices. <laughs> a lot of dude nices. And she's gonna you, hear this too. Do you remember So it's funny. It makes it even funnier. <laughs> do you remember Clint used to tell this story. I wish he would come on the podcast and tell this story. I'm sure she's about, had to tell me dude nice a few times too though, to be fair. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, there's plenty of dude nices coming your way. Too. Yeah, definitely, even from you. So Corey, Corey, roommate of mine, very good friend of mine, was riding with his blood brother Clint through <laughs> Portland one time, and Portland back in this probably was oh is this Christ, one eight years ago or something. is this when Clint was always telling almost? the stories about him getting in fights or something and Corey yeah. driving him around Clint. Clint loves loves to share a story about him getting in a fight where he devastated his opponent. Yeah. And uh Oh yeah, he does. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that as long as it's true. But anyway, Clint and Corey are in a truck. They're driving from point A to point B across Portland. And one of the streets that they picked, because Clinton was driving and he didn't know the area well, there's like a homeless dude just laid out across the road. <laughs> and uh, Clint stopped. I'm gonna fight him. And he, uh, no, no, <laughs> he said to Corey, because Corey lived in Portland and was like, you know, Clint, don't take this fucking road. This is always gonna give us problems. It was like Preble Street or something. And Clint was, oh, Clint was on driving. And uh, so this guy's just lay, <laughs> laying in the road like a fucking body, just across two lanes of traffic. <laughs> and Clint stopped. And Clint is just honking his horn. <laughs> And I guess Corey got, like, got out and sat on like the frame of the door and yelled at the guy and was like, get the fuck out of the fucking road. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that now that and you And the say guy that. was just like, rolling around in the fucking rolling around in the road. I think rolling. I remember either Clint or Corey telling that story. And Corey was like, get the fuck out of the way. Move. <laughs> Yeah, he was screaming at him. He was screaming, and the guy eventually crawled on all fours enough out of the way so they could rip by him <laughs> and Clint's truck. In the old Ford, the 150. The old toilet. in a strip down Preble Street. <laughs> nice. Going to McDonald's or something. Yeah, fucking <laughs> racing to McDonald's. Man, that's pretty cool. Racing in Dunkin' Donuts to get a large iced coffee with extra cream and sugar. Oh, yeah. And then housing the whole thing before he gets to your house and then leaving the empty. In the back of my truck. Yeah, the empty Dunkin' Donuts container in your truck or Along with a few cigarette butts. A couple cigarette butts put under the windshield wipers and shit. It's always good stuff. You get cigarette butts. funny pranks. Funny pranks. I always get cigarette butts in the back of my truck or in my tomato plants and the fucking buckets and shit. Yeah. Cigarette butts everywhere. And there's a, you know, there's a can for them, but, you know, just put them wherever. (laughs) (laughs) There is a can for them, but, you know, if they end up on the carpet, they end up on the carpet. It's fine. It'll it'll burn itself out eventually. You know, if it finds your way into your freshly opened twisted tea, I mean... It happens. I've drank those happen. before. It doesn't taste good. I did that one time. So, me and my brothers, my parents grew up in Sebago Lake State Park. They were hosts, and so we got to live there for free in exchange for cleaning the bathroom, the public bathrooms in the state park, and yeah. some other duties like running the uh, amphitheater, running like the movies. Oh yeah, my mom never did park. that. She just cleaned the bathrooms when we um, did it. That's cool. We would help with that. We would pick a movie. Sometimes my parents would ask me, like, what movie to play, because I was really into movies when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, because you could just play whatever, right? It's not like not like a movie theater. They only play, you needed like... a projector and, like, a, a DVD. Yeah. And then inside the auditorium thing at Sebago Lake State Park, we would project, like, a movie onto a, a big yeah, screen, and there was a bunch those. of seats. And it was a really cool thing. It was, like, every Thursday night or something at the state park. And... 
anyway, so my parents were host down there, and we grew up in the state park because, you know, before first customers come in, we would be in there, and we'd be there until they kicked us out in, like, November 1st. Yeah. So it was, like, maybe April 1st to May, or to November 1st. Months, months, months every year. Yeah. And uh, my mom picked up smoking cigarettes. Hell yeah. And so... If we had, like, a can of soda or, a, you know, an obscured bottle or something, my mom would have one designated as, like, an ashtray. And she'd put it in your guys' drinks or no, something? No, and then one day I was fucking, you know, I r- rode my bike back to our campsite, and I was wicked thirsty, and I went up, and the first thing, like, can that was in the open, I just reached for and shook, and there was liquid in it, and I just glugged off it. <clears throat> And it was a cigarette stew. A cigarette, uh, I don't even know. Full of cigarette butts. It was full of cigarette butts and ash and the water or whatever liquid was in there was just liquid ashtray. And, uh. That sounds awesome. It was terrible. Also, I did that with a bunch of bees. Oh, those will taking sting the a fuck gl- out of you. Yeah, taking a glug off a of soda and catching a bee in there. Did I've you get done that stung? a couple times. No, you you reef like you right away. That's what I did inside a Clint's truck one day. Yeah, <laughs> and I spit a fucking yellow Hold jacket right out of my right mouth. Up to your mouth I spit a yellow jacket right out of my mouth all over the inside of his truck right after he got it. He wasn't impressed, but I was like, dude, there was a bee in there, and I told you, and it, it was it flew out of my mouth. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, dude, there was a fucking bee in there. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and I was like, I told, and it was like crawling across the dash and it flew out the window. I was like, dude, I told, but I cleaned it up after. It was only like a little bit of tea. It was like the first day he had that truck too, right? Yeah. After his, he got it from his dad. Yeah. It was like that. One it was day. A, it might have been, it was, it was like a few days at the most. Slamming the tea back. Yeah. And there was a yellow jacket <laughs> in it. There was a yellow jacket in it. That's fucking awesome. I'm glad it didn't sting me because if you swallow that and it stings you in the throat, like even though you're not allergic to bees, that might like still close your throat up if it stings you directly in your throat. Yeah, that you wouldn't know, be it's, good. It's venom. It's it's definitely going to cause inflammation. Yeah, because even if I'm not allergic to bees, but I've gotten stung before and it swells up a little bit. Like if that happens in your throat, that's not a good deal. Yeah, that would definitely. It might not, you know, completely cut off your ability to breathe. But it might reduce it enough to where you could hyperventilate and panic and maybe like pass out. Yeah, pass and it out. would still and it would hurt extremely bad. <coughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that would really be scary, actually. No yeah, if you what. like had a fifty percent reduction in your ability to breathe. <laughs> yeah, if and then you like, like don't know if it's gonna get yeah, worse or panic. not. Yeah, you panic and you start hyperventilating and then you pass out or, you know, whatever. But, ugh, a lot of that would just be like being scared yeah which i would definitely be a hornet stinging you in the throat but dude if you swallowed the hornet and stung and it didn't get crushed in like the gravity of your esophagus just kept stinging you inside your stomach until it dies there's no oxygen in your stomach i think probably live a few minutes still imagine if you burped up it just like that, and just flew away. Yeah, you like took a big glug of soda, and you caught the mosquito in it, and then you went to burp, and you like, uh, and it flew out of your mouth. That'd be better be than fucked. Yeah. Ah, fuck those want, things. Guy. I don't like hornets. I'd be cool with all of them disappearing overnight. I don't yeah, think they don't bother me. I don't me think too. they contribute to yeah, anything. Yeah, wasps aren't too bad, but yellow jackets and hornets are really aggressive. Wasps, not too bad. Bees, those are obviously good. Be- yeah, bees are good. Wasps aren't too too bad. They're not. They. I mean, wasps and hornets are uh, both just fucking useless. I have wasp nests all over my shed and stuff, and they never bother me. They're not. They don't come out and swarm you like. But what are they good for, dude? And they still uh they still pollinate flowers and they eat like bad insects that are in your garden like aphids and shit that like eat your plants. So they they're beneficial somewhat. Okay, maybe. Sounds they like they do eat bad outside. insects. Even hornets and yellow jackets do, but hornets and yellow jackets suck cuz they're so aggressive, but wasps wasps 
not too aggressive, but they're still they eat those things too. They're pre- they're predatory insects, so they're kind they're good yeah. in a way. I'm not big fans of insects in general. Yeah, I mean, I they I think they play a good role. I'm not the type of person that wants to like hold a uh, well. Spiders are insects. I well, I'm freaked out of spiders a little bit, but uh, snakes don't. But I love snakes. I'll pick up snakes and shit. Obviously, those are reptiles, but like. Yeah, spiders, especially big spiders. I'll take they a freak snake me out. over an equivalent-sized insect. Oh yeah, definitely. Like yeah. a giant centipede, I wouldn't come near that thing. Yeah, like a. I wouldn't kill five it either. Five-foot-long snake or a five-foot-long centipede. I'll take the snake all day. I'll wrestle the snake before I stand next to the centipede. Yeah, because snakes don't even well, snake bites don't even hurt that bad. I mean. If it's venomous. Oh yeah, if it's like, venomous snake, yeah, they're definitely not. But but I mean. Even if it was venomous, I think a centipede. That's it. Like, that's like one of the most painful bites on the planet from like a centipede or something like that, or like a spider. Imagine a big praying mantis. That'd be scary. A big one. Yeah. Man. What's burning? Is that all about? I do smell smoke. Oh, the neighbors might be grilling outside and it's blown through the window. Ooh. I'll go maybe. check. Hold on. We'll be right back, folks. Striker. All right. We're recording again. All right. Absolutely no complaints on my behalf. No complaints. <laughs> no complaints at all. Ooh, I like that sound. Ooh, that sounded good. Hell yeah. No complaints. Holy shit, there's some sugar in there, huh? Yeah, there's a little bit. Holy shit, I haven't had one of those in a while. Diabetes. What were we talking about? Christ, I can't remember. Me neither. Uh, 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 you ever get the feeling sometimes you're just retarded and no one wants to let you know? I feel like that all the time. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. But I don't fucking know, honestly. A bat. It's a fucking bat. Dude, we're gonna get turned into vampires if that comes down here and bites us. It's gonna, oh yeah, we're talking about giant insects or something. Oh yeah, that's right, centipedes. Yeah, those things are scary. No, thanks. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not interested in that at all. I'm so glad in Maine here we don't really have any... We any have centipedes. Snakes, any spiders, any, like... I mean, we have species of, like, a little bit of everything, but nothing on big yeah. scale when it comes to insects and nothing venomous when it right. comes to snakes. Yeah, the only, spiders. the only snakes we have are, like, up to... I think black racers can get up to, like, five and a half feet long, but uh, even... They can bite you, but it doesn't really... It get, it feels like your hand getting caught in a thorn bush. Yeah. Not like uh, an extremely painful sting feeling like you get from getting bit by a spider or a centipede or something like that. We're planning a big trip up to the county. Yeah. A roof stick. Hell yeah. We're going to be going up to Presque Isle for a couple of days. Where we're going to record many a podcast live from the county. Fuck yeah. Christ, we might even stop... I was thinking we could stop at the Katahdin Observatory. Yeah. Set up the tripod and do a video podcast. That'd be cool. With Katahdin in the background. Yeah. That, can you ma- that For would our be first sick. video. <clears throat> Ooh, that'd be sick. Now, that's in accordance to uh, us getting there at a decent time in the day where we have enough lighting to see Katahdin. Yeah. But if it's a clear day and we can see Katahdin, I think if we take up two lawn chairs and when we get to that exit because it's like a little over halfway to Holton it's a great time to stop because between Bangor, Maine and Holton, Maine on I-95 the speed limit's 75 and there's 105 exits of fucking nothing with no even re-entry to the highway yeah so we get up there if it's clear we'll probably go like a take the tripod with us we're gonna take all the equipment with us all this shit set up two lawn chairs Camera facing us, Katahdin in the background, do a podcast. Hell yeah. Have a nice pit stop, respite from the drive. Pack our shit back up, get back on the road. Yeah. And from there, 
I mean, obviously I don't like, I get nervous about going fast, but like, I don't think it's unrealistic to go close to a hundred miles an hour the rest of the way there because if there's no traffic. I mean, if you're going 75 and you hit a moose and you're going a hundred and you hit a moose, it's kind of the same deal. Yeah, it's true. I did. I think I have. Well, I'll just sit in the back seat. I told this story. This is a good story to tell. I told this story on my last podcast, but it's a good one. I hit a deer on I-95 doing like 85 miles an hour. I bet he loved that. That was fucking scary. Oh, yeah. So I was just past Waterville on I-95 going north. I was heading up to Presque Isle for, I think it was like 4th of July or some shit. And right past Waterville, I was doing probably 75, 80. I think the speed limit's 65 or 70. It's probably, it must be 70 up there. It's going a little over. Yeah. And uh, where I was driving had a very low shoulder. So the highway was like almost propped up on a mound. And then there's tar on top on both sides of the road. With a probably like 15 foot drop. Almost straight grade down to like a level swamp where they'd built up a platform to drive past on I-95. Yeah. And this deer came up that embankment and was sitting because there was no breakdown lane there. The, you know, the white line for the edge of the road, there was probably like six inches of pavement and then the start of that downward grade into a 15 foot descent. And that deer came right up that descent and was standing kind of half in the right lane and half on that embankment still. And I saw him because it was kind of further down the way, probably like 300 yards away from me. And I decided, well, if I break now, I don't even know if I'll break in time to not hit him. So you know what? I'm just going to carry the momentum. I'm going so fast. If I just switch to the left lane and hammer down, that I'll zip right past this deer. That's what I was thinking. Well, as soon as I moved to that left lane, that deer started to dart across the road. Yeah, and I clo- kept to... closing the gap, closing the gap. I was getting close. I was in the left lane with like two tires in the dirt almost trying to get past this. And at the last second, this deer jumped out in front of me so I could hit it. I mean, I was, if that deer at any point, if it just didn't jump, I would have just driven right in front of it. It jumped. Yeah, they don't know. It landed better, right against my driver's side uh, headlight. I hit it. It spun and hit against my door. And I must have braked and turned my wheel to the right. And I was going probably 85 miles an hour. And when I touched my brakes and turned my wheel, my whole car started fucking spinning. And there was cars behind me. And every time I spun, the traffic that was behind me kept getting closer and closer Are you doing like 360s? I was doing 360s. I did three full rotations before I came to a stop. And every time I rotated around, I looked and could see the cars behind me getting closer and closer. And the car behind me must have ended up playing a part in me surviving that because I think they slowed down when they first saw the deer and put their four ways on and kind of held up both lanes of traffic. That's good. But when I was spinning, they looked like they were coming close enough that I was going to be in an accident. I don't know how my car didn't flip. If there was a fucking pebble on the road, my car would have flipped. Good thing you weren't in an SUV. I was in the 2001 Chevy Cavalier. Oh, yeah. I forgot you had a Cavalier for a while. For a little bit. It was my first big drive with the car, and I got... Was that your first car? No, your no, Corolla my first was. Car was the Corolla. Was that your second one? Yes. I barely remember so, that car. Actually, last time I went with my Corolla to Prescott is where I totaled it. Oh yeah. But hold on, let me finish the deer story, then I'll tell you that one. Well, my so apologies. the deer story. I did three rotations in the road doing eighty five miles an hour. I can't believe I didn't flip. Those cars got close to me, but they never hit me, and I came to a full stop. When I came to a full stop, I was in the right lane, perpendicular to the road, so the front of my car was looking across the road, not down the road. And I had two tires on the cement and two tires on that embankment I was telling you about. My car was kind of at a weird angle. And I was in that car, and I was was holding on to... uh, Better be holding on. Holding on to the wheel really tight. And a guy, I think I was just like... I don't know, I was shocked. I was just sitting in my car holding onto the wheel. I don't know. This guy came up to my window. He was like, hey, are you all right? And I was like, um, I think, yeah, I Probably. think so. Probably. <laughs> I, so. I got out and he's like, well, don't stand near this car. This car's right on the edge of the road. You got to get down this embankment here so you don't, you know, 
so a car doesn't hit you. And I was like, all right. So I called 911 because I didn't know what the fuck to do. Oh, yeah, because you actually did hit it. I Yeah, I hit it and I killed it. I saw it move in the air. It was dead. Yeah. So I called 911. Operator, how can I help you? What's going on? What's your emergency? And I was like, yeah, um, I'm driving to Presque Isle and I just hit a fucking deer. And the operator was like, um, okay, um. Dude, nice. The, I remember the first <laughs> thing she asked me, is the deer dead? And I was like, yeah, yeah I think so. She's like, you think so? Is the deer dead? Can you go to where the deer is and confirm whether it's dead or not? And I was like, uh, no, it's on the other side of the highway for me. And I hit it going like 80. I think it's dead. Pretty sure it's dead. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, are you all right? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Well, now that you ask, I think I'm okay. And uh, they're like, all right, well, what mile marker are you? And I was like, fuck, I don't know. And they're like, okay. Well, where are you? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm on somewhere I-95, between somewhere between Waterville and Bangor. And they were like, okay, we're going to have a state trooper drive the length of I-95 north from Waterville to Bangor, and we're going to find you. So it might be a minute. And I said, okay. And they hung up. And I was there for probably 20 minutes, and then a state trooper showed up, and he was fucking pissed. <laughs> He was like, where's the deer? And I was like, it's across the road. And he's like, is it dead? And I was like, yeah, though, what the fuck? Like, uh, you're going to ask me about the deer before you ask me? Like, yeah, the fucking deer's dead, dude. I hit it going like 75, 80 miles an hour. It's dead. It gives you a speed. And he's like, all right. <laughs> Are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, all right. I was like, do I need to get a tow truck? He's like, oh, fuck no. You're driving this. Because there was just minor damage to my car, but at the time, my hood looked fucked up. My can, my driver's side headlight was completely dangling out of the car. There was blood, and my my mirror on my driver's side was dangling, too, and, like, whipping, like, in the wind. <laughs> just ratchet strap it and like, no, and you're drive fucking it. driving that. And I was like, really? You don't think I need a tow truck? He's like, I'm not fucking waiting for a tow truck. You're driving this fucking car. <laughs> he was, that's what he said. And I was like, oh, okay, yes, sir, or whatever. I get in my car and I start driving. And I thought it was going to be like Tommy Boy where my fucking hood was going to pop up and like block out the windshield. That didn't happen. I ended up driving to Presque Isle. And I got there. And my car is covered in blood. The headlights all fucked up. My mirror's all <laughs> fucked up. There's all kinds of damage to the front end of my car. There's fucking fur stuffed in to like certain weird compartments of the front of my car. And at the time, I was going up to Presque Isle to see Frank. And I pull in, and Frank's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened to your car? And I was like, dude, I hit a fucking deer. And so the time before that, that I went up to Presque Isle, I was with my Corolla. I drove that Corolla up there. That made it I fine. I got up there. I had uh, Frank in the car, and I had Chris in the car. My, uh, my roommates from Umpy. I was going up to Presque Isle to visit them because they're from that area. They still live up there. And I went up there. We were in the car. We were at Arby's in Presque Isle. And we were turning left. Now, in Main oh, yeah. Street, Presque Isle, it's like Wyndham. Right. There's two lanes on each side of the road, and there's a middle shared lane for turning. Yeah. So I was turning left. So I had to cross my two lanes, get into the middle lane, and then merge into the other side of the road. And... The lane closest to me, so I was turning left, the lane closest to me, the far right side of the road, was a line of traffic. And in the lane next to them, so the second lane on that side of the road, was empty. So when that line of traffic started to part, there was a woman driving a truck who stopped to let me out. And I had my left blinker on, and I couldn't see around all the traffic if there was a car in that lane. There hadn't been anyone there. I hadn't seen anyone cross in front of the opening I was near. And as far as I could tell, there was nothing there. And I pointed to her and I said, is that lane okay? And I was kind of miming with my hand. I was pointing to that lane and I was giving like a thumbs up, like questioning whether it was good. And I saw her look in her mirror and look back at me and give me a thumbs up. <laughs> so I fucking pinned it. And yeah. as soon as I pinned it, there was a car that came out and I drove right into the side of that car. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was a minivan, or it was kind of like a uh, Ford Explorer, like, SUV. 
and uh, the first thing I remember in the back window, there was a window was down. There was like a, a teenage girl, maybe like thirteen or something. Yeah. I hit their car. They came to a dead stop. I came to a dead stop because I kind of like zipped out. I thought I was just going to zip out right into that turning lane and just be fine. So I hit this car and I see that girl and she leans out and she goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Are you okay? Is anyone hurt? She was like, no, we're not hurt. And I looked around in my car and I had just bought in a bunch of food. And when we hit this car, it all shot up out of my car and, like, bounced off the ceiling. There was french fries, there was a vanilla <laughs> shake, there was all kinds of shit just spewed nice. all over my car. That and sucks. So no one in their car was hurt, no one in my car was hurt, but I was like, oh, fuck. This is my car. This sucks. This yeah. is going to be terrible. Once I realized, obviously, no one was hurt, I was like, okay, well, this just means now that my car is fucked, because it, it got smoked. The front of it was like... They kind of were. They were driving in front while I hit them, so they kind of pulled my car along with the way they yeah, were driving. Yeah, like ripped your bumper yeah, off. Yeah, ripped shit. my bumper off. It uh, twisted the front of the frame. The car's blue book was only like thirteen hundred bucks, so any accident would have technically totaled it. Yeah, it wasn't worth anything. Which is what the state trooper that came to that accident basically told me. He called a tow truck. We had it towed because I wanted to get a second, like, opinion of, like, is this totaled or can this be, like, I don't know, can someone just touch it up or I don't know. I'm not a car guy, so. The tow truck guy, I called my mom after the accident because I didn't know who else to call after, like, the cops were there. So I called my mom and I was like, Mom, I, I got in an accident. I was living with her at the time, I think. Yeah. And... No, actually, I wasn't living with her. I was living in Portland. Anyway, I called her. I was like, I got in an accident. And she's like, stop fucking with me. You think this shit is fucking funny? And she hung up on me. What the fuck? So I called her back. And I said, hey, mom, I've been in an accident. And she's like, this isn't fucking funny. This is another one of your fucking jokes. <laughs> and I was like, no, I've actually been in a car accident. And I think the car's totaled. And she was like... Are you okay? Is there, are they okay? What happened? And I explained it, and I was like, I think it's totaled. <laughs> <laughs> and so the tow truck guy shows up, and he starts putting my car on the thing, and he's like, you, you going to ride with me to the shop there, mister? <laughs> and I was like, yep, yep. Hold on, give me a minute. And I went with him because I had a bunch of shit. I was coming up to visit, so I had clothes. I had all kinds of shit in my car. And I go to get in. And he's like, God, I got into the tow truck after the, my car had been towed up onto the platform, like on this truck. And I get into the cab with this tow truck driver. And he's got all my bags of food that I bought he's from Arby's. <laughs> and he's like, God, I swear to God, he was eating it. He was oh, licking really? his I fingers. I was just joking. He was licking his fingers when I got in the cab. He's like, God, you didn't want any of that, did you? It was all fucking all over the car, guy. And I was like... Nah, dude, I didn't want... I was so shooken up from the accident, I felt so sick, I couldn't eat anything. He was really eating it? He was eating it, I swear to God, he was eating it. He was eating my french fries, and he was sucking down my shake, and he's like, God, you weren't going to eat any of that, were you? And I was like, nope, nope, just, you're good. He's like, oh, thank Christ, I didn't get lunch today. And on our drive, from in front of Walmart in Presque Isle, to the Impact Body Shop, which was just down the road from the university in Presque Isle, which is a five-minute drive down Main Street... In that drive, he ate a large fry, a large gyro, and a large milkshake. All of it was kind of all fucking... He, like, scooped all of this stuff up and was eating it out of a bag and sucking on his fingers and shit. In a five-minute car ride, he ate all that food. And then we, we pulled into the mechanic shop, and he parked, and he went like this. And he slapped his gun, and he's like, Woo, needed that, brother. <laughs> needed that, brother. You helped him out. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm glad you're having a good time. <laughs> and so he put, he takes my fucking car off the tow truck, which I thought came off a little rough. But he was like, things fucked. Thing got fucking smoked, kid. There's no chance this ain't totaled. He's just, like, dumping it. He's just putting it in neutral and kicking it off the back of his tow truck into, like, a scrapyard. And I go in. And I'm um, talking to uh, the guy who runs the mechanic shop, and he's like, hey, I just looked at your car. It's totaled. Yeah. I know it's totaled. I do this for a living. Your car's totaled. And I go, okay, well, I'm going to need someone for my car insurance to come and verify that it's totaled. I can't just take your word on it because 
he the guy was offering me hey it's totaled and if you pay me like 80 bucks i'll take it off your hands so you don't even have to tow the car again or do anything with it i was like okay before you just take my car from me i need to call my insurance he's like guy guy don't do that don't do that they'll call me and i'll tell them that it's totaled and i was like yeah but this is my fucking car i'd like to have a second opinion he's like all right guy well if you do that i'm gonna have to charge you a fee for parking the vehicle here and uh you know you can only park it here for 24 hours and then you know we're probably gonna have to charge you again to tow it from here to wherever the fuck you're getting work on it done because we're not gonna do the work on it and i was like uh okay just fucking drive it yeah and i was like uh all right dude like i don't know and then i called i think i called my mom or i called somebody i might have called clint i was like what the fuck do i do and I think whoever told me was like, if the car is totaled, don't go through the hassle of paying to have it towed. Just, like, cut ties with it now and save yourself whatever this is going to cost. Yeah. So I went back in there and I was like, all right, I'll give you the car, but I'm not fucking paying you anything. Like, you can just have the car. And he's like, guy, you're going to have to pay me 50, a $50 fee so I can register the car in my name. You just ate all my food. And I was, now this guy, <laughs> the guy, this was the guy who owned the shop, oh. not the tow truck driver. And I told him, I was like, dude, I'm not going to fucking pay you to have my car. I'm not paying your registration fee to register my car. If you're going to scrap it, you wouldn't be registering it. Yeah. And after I, like, gave him, like, some press, like, basically stood up for myself. He's like, all right, all right, well, I'll just, you know, I'll take it, then I'll scrap it, and I'll probably be at a loss, and it's fine. It's (laughs) fine. I was like, yeah, fuck you. It is fine. So I left, and those were the last two times I think I drove to Presque Isle. And now we're going One again. Of, I totaled Great. my car Great. once. Great. The second time, it's getting better. The first time I totaled my car, the second time, I cleaned out a deer and just did a little cosmetic damage and ruined my headlight. Yeah. Which on my ride home after that headlight assembly was dangling, you wouldn't, know, you wouldn't have fucking been able to count how many cars passed me in I-95 and did this. Oh, I'm sure, And yeah. just fucking gawking and <laughs> looking at my car covered in blood and hanging and everything's waggling, fucking driving down the highway. <laughs> it's fine. It was sick. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So I've had... My luck's been getting better at going to Presque Isle. So I'm confident this time, knock on wood, Yeah. we're going to drive right up to the county with no incident. I'll follow you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll make it better. <laughs> It'll be a two-car pile. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think it'll be good. You haven't been up there, you said, right? I've been in the county before, but it's been a very long time. I've been to... Since you were a kid, though. Yeah, I've been to um, Sinclair, and I've been to Holton. Mm-hmm. But actually, I've never... I think I've driven through... I've ridden through Presque Isle. I've never actually, like, stopped there and done anything, I don't think. I've, I've been in the area, but it's been, like I said, it's been... Probably over 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, probably be, 15. It's, it's about time. Maybe even 17, 18 the years. The crown of Maine. Yeah. I think it's one of the most underpla- underrated places in Maine, to be honest. Yeah. No one gives Arista County their due. It's a secret. Don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't believe in that whole thing. It's a secret. We're full. Don't move here. Arista County's a gem, and everyone should know that it's a gem, and they should treat it accordingly. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to really move there anyway. Because it being a secret doesn't help the people that live there. Right. But I don't think either way anyone wants to really move there anyway, unless they're, like, retired or something. We might move there. We might move there after this trip. You might be enchanted. We're going to take you to steaks and stuff. I'd like the... I think I'd I'd like the long winters and, like, the snowmobile trails, but I don't think I want winter to last that long. I like the summer, too, so... Uh, I'm good right now. Hell yeah, dude. I, 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 I think the, uh, I, I like it being warm in April and shit. Sometimes. Well, you might get that in Prescott. Yeah. In a really, really. Well, even you're lucky to really get that here. Really early spring. <laughs> you're lucky to get that here, even. Well, like this April, it was 80 for a couple of days in early April, and the rest of the month it was like 45. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. 
that works good I'm into the averages. Pretty sure it might have even snowed after the couple of 80 degree days. Like, yeah. not accumulation, but like it Maine spit snow. Maine is known for a place where you can experience all four seasons in one day. Yeah. I've it really had days is. like that. Oh, yeah. I've definitely felt all four seasons in a day. I've been sleeted and snowed on while I'm kayaking, and while well, I also was fishing in my kayak in November, so, so I guess that's what to be you, expected. What do you think all these people that are like, I can't wait for fall? can't wait for dumb. pumpkins and yeah i don't understand it because and people that bitch about the winter orange sweaters i can't wait for foliage and as soon as that happens and november comes around and it gets below freezing every every night then they're the same people that complain can't wait till spring so i don't know what that's all about you have always been a firm critic of people who disrespect the current season yeah and over like almost fetishize the upcoming season yeah and so they're never happy. Right. Because they're just waiting for the next season to start. When yeah. summer comes, all they were doing is bitching about how rainy spring was and that they couldn't wait for summer. Mm. Then summer comes around, and yeah. all they do is bitch about how hot it is and yeah. that they can't wait for fall. And fall comes around, and they bitch about how fucking cold it is yeah. and that they can't wait for spring. And they just completely skip over winter. Yeah. The only thing, I guess the only time I can see that being, like, uh, acceptable is, like... Um, like, if it's, like, still really fucking cold every day in, like, late March and early April, and they're like, dude, can it just be fucking spring already? I understand that. But it's, like, if it's, like, a beautiful summer and it's, like, 85 every day and the sun's out and, like, people are going to the beach and having a good time and just like, this is bullshit. I can't wait till fall when it's cold. So I can drink my pumpkin spice lattes and wear my sweaters and my hoodies and pick apples and shit. It's like, no, I'm going to drink my fucking margaritas until fucking gets too cold to go outside in shorts and a fucking t-shirt. I did, when I was a student at Prescott, I was infamous for wearing shorts in the wintertime. Yeah. The coldest day, so when I lived in the dorms in Prescott, the coldest day I ever felt was negative 47. With the and wind I don't chill. think that was with the wind chill. I don't know. I can't remember. That'd be like a record. But you could probably look. It was a record, I think. Or it was a couple degrees from the record. I think the all-time record is like 52 negative. Yeah, that was and like was north, negative that was like, like 47 by or the Allagash one day when I was up there. Area. And dude, a 60-second walk from the dormitory to a classroom, like a sprint, would be enough that the moisture in my clothes would freeze my clothes stiff. Yeah. So the moisture, the humidity in the air in my warm dormitory room, running through negative 47 to a heated building, my clothes would be stiff for minutes until it warmed up into the... Oh, I bet. I mean, I had pants that would, like, crunch when I bent the leg. Yeah. Because of so much... It would freeze, like, instantly. Just the ambient humidity in the clothes. It was insane. I've never felt cold like that before. Yeah, that'll it's do it. Always windy up there. That so in the winter you. time, it's even colder than what the temperature says. That'll get you. I kind of like it. I've always been a critic of the heat, and I really enjoy winter time. I I like both. I don't mind the heat though. Cause I just go to the fucking beach or something. I like the availability of new things and all the stuff that you can do in the summertime. And it seems like people who especially with the sunlight, are more happy and more social. Longer days. But I like cold weather. I, I'm yeah. not a fan of insects. I'm not a fan of heat. I'm not a fan of humidity. When it gets cold, I like it. Yeah. I don't enjoy that it's dark all the time. Yeah, I think that's I a like lot. I like that it's cold. I think that's a thing a lot of people forget when they, like, they say they can't wait for fall. Like, you can't wait for the sun to set at fucking 5 o'clock. Like, it, that's yeah, I don't one like thing. That that's one thing that really sucks. But that's kind of like us manipulating time, isn't it? With us fucking with the clock. Well, the daylight is definitely shorter naturally, but yeah, we set the clock back so it's an hour even earlier, so the sun comes up an hour earlier, which sucks. I wish we didn't do that, but I mean, still, even in the winter time, sunset. I think sunset in late December is like four forty-five. So like it would. I guess it would still be like, I don't know, I think it's like 4.30. So it would still be really early, but it would be 5.30 instead of 4.30, which would be kind of nice. Have you ever thought about, I was thinking about this earlier today, the difference between like European weather and North American weather? 
probably ever thought about that? I don't think it's much different in some. They have parts. way milder winters, and way milder summers. And because the well, weather there depends. doesn't move as frequently as North America, we have more hurricanes and tornadoes, and we have more heat and humidity. We have different weather. We have the perfect And we have, ingredients. like, nor'easters, yeah. where there'll be a huge rain system in the south where it's warm, and it'll flow up through the jet stream across New England and just turn to snow and dump on everybody. Yeah. In Europe, the same weather kind of just hangs around all the time. Yeah, so they, they don't... have, like, a lot less sunny days. They have a lot cooler days and in the winter they have a lot warmer days yeah they don't have as interesting weather patterns as we do which i kind of like in a way i think it's cool which I mean, definitely reflects on the people yeah i think americans <laughs> are way more resilient and way tougher than europeans yeah well it depends on like if you're in <laughs> i believe that dude well, I guess, I guess that's different from like Sweden, Sweden and Poland and like those countries because those get some brutal like or northern Russia, those countries get some pretty brutal winters. Yeah, it's like fucking dark at one thirty in the afternoon. And it's dark every day, even when the sun's out because it's wintertime and cloudy. Uh, maybe in northern Russia, yeah. Or like, yeah, some. No, northern- just in Eastern Europe in general, the sunset there is very early and the weather fucking blows. Yeah. Well, it depends how far north you are. If they're in the same latitude as we are, then uh, it's the same. The sunset would pretty much be the same. But if yeah, but high, their time zone's different. Well, yeah, but for them, it's still like probably five o'clock in the winter for sunset. But if the further north you go, the the later that gets in the winter, and then also the later or the earlier it gets in the winter, and the later it gets in the summer. So in the summer, it's like Alaska; they get really long days. Hell yeah. We need to go up to Alaska sometime, too. That'd be cool. We should do a bunch of traveling. It's going to start with going to the county. Yeah. Because we used to travel to a lot of places. I mean, we didn't go very far a lot of the time. Just around New would, England, like Vermont, would New go Hampshire. Around, yeah. Yeah. And this is our first trip in fucking years that we've made. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool I mean. because I'm somewhat familiar with Presque Isle, I spent, I lived up there for like a combined two years over the stretch of a couple of years. Right. Yeah. So you, you know your way around it pretty well. Yeah. It doesn't change much. No. I like it up there. I miss my friends. I miss the people that live up there. They're so nice. They're so funny and welcoming. It's great. I love it up there. Fuck yeah. It's like going back in time. Yeah. When you go up to Aroostook County, you're like going back to an earlier version of maine right and i think there's probably places in maine that are like that all over where you go and you just feel like you're yeah you've gone back through a portal in time getting rarer though that's for sure what's that i think that's an owl yeah i think i heard that too it might be a sasquatch hooting at us i hope so orbs of light Uh uh-oh spirits (laughs) Listen to that summer night, ladies and gentlemen. That is an owl. You won't hear this very soon. And we'll miss it when it's gone. Even I will. And I fucking don't even like insects. There's not many out right now. I don't know if you'll hear this through your headphones when you're listening to this podcast, but... I heard it. There's a very clear... Summer night background to us speaking out here in the dark under the stars. Classic late summer night with crickets and an owl. Couple twisted tees. Yeah. Couple cigarette butts right down to the filter. No more fireflies. Those are no. Those are like those peak in June and they're gone by the beginning of August. But those are gone. Still a lot more crickets now. Summer's than almost gone, dude. Yeah. You hear a lot more crickets this time of the summer, though, than the early summer. Like, this is, like, when you hear the most crickets, it seems like. I have seen the the most uh, grasshoppers this week that I've seen all summer. Yeah. Hell yeah, in the beginning of summer, you hear, like, early summer, you hear all the frogs, and then they kind of quiet down, and now this time you just hear the crickets. Because they're, Christ, like, all, yeah. I think they, like, grow through the whole summer, and they're, like, they're mature stage now, so they're all chirping. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, guy. Well, I think that'll about do it for this week's episode. That's a good length. Hell Not yeah. five hours this time. Nope. Nice little 
Nice little probably. This will probably come out to an hour, a little more maybe. Yeah, I think a little over an hour. Good stuff, good stuff. Oh, Got yeah. a lot of shit coming down the pipe. Oh, yeah. Labor Day weekend, we're going to be up in the county. We're going to record a bunch of fucking podcasts. We're going to record our first video podcast. Oh, yeah, With Mount Katahdin yeah. in the background. I think even if it's a shitty day. May as well do it. it unless it's raining, there's, that's the only way we're not going to do it because that yeah. would be so fucking cool. And also, knock on wood, most of the times I've pulled into that Katahdin Observatory, there's been a view. And I've oh, been sure. very lucky with parking there. It probably won't be too busy. Oh, Labor Day, Labor we and Labor Day, Day weekend. weekend <laughs> Labor be. Day weekend it might be. And it might be actually, you know, we might get a little bit of attention there because it's kind of a pit stop, us setting up a camera and wearing headphones and talking into microphones. That's but true. They think we're from the friggin' news or something. Friggin' A guy. <laughs> <The> baby wheel. <laughs> Hell yeah. Video podcast with Katahdin in the background. Bunch Hell of yeah. podcasts in Aroostook County. We're going to probably interview any, anyone who's willing. That'd be kind of cool. We're Bring some shots of whiskey in my backpack. We're going to record a bunch, and I'm going to see how I might release that. I might release that in uh, quicker, because normally we release one episode a week on Wednesdays at midnight, or like you know, 12.01 in the morning on Wednesday. As soon as it turns Wednesday, the episode comes out. Hell yeah, and you got plenty I of might, now for that. Yeah, I might, uh, I might record a bunch and release them... One a week, maybe. In the fucking chronicles from the county. Yeah, pretty soon you'll have to change your uh, logo to the trees with the colors on them. Yep, the fall podcast profile picture will be updated the first day of fall on the calendar. That's when I change them overs according to the calendar. In accordance. In accordance to by regulation. Exactly. All cattywombus. Yep, so we got shit coming, good shit coming. Fucking. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, like, share it, tell your friends. If you know someone who listens to a podcast, if you live in Maine, if you want to help support the podcast, tell your buddies, share it on social media, follow us, like, rate, review, all that good shit. I really fucking appreciate it. Freaking it really it. helps us out. Um, it makes a world of difference when people share the podcast because it brings it to more Mainers who haven't heard it yet. So Exactly. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Fucking smoke cigarettes. Excellent.